Welcome to the Tiger Across Enemy Lines podcast, hosted by a Mizzou fan living in the enemy state of Kansas. I am your host, Max Brooks, and on this podcast, I will talk Mizzou football and occasionally some other Mizzou sports, but for the most part, we're going to be talking about your Missouri Tigers. And that's McGaffey breaking free, has a seat. This could be a double pass. It will be Sasser looking downfield into the end zone. It's caught. Touchdown. The border belongs to the Tigers. I mean, to start this off, I'm going to get into a couple previous games, mainly the Auburn and Georgia games, the last two they played, and then we'll take a quick peek into the upcoming schedule of October, go over how they can win some of those games, why they would need to win some of those games, and just overall in general what Mizzou needs to get the season back on track and finish with a positive record. So, I mean... To go start with Auburn, it was that was a tough one, tough one to lose. Uh, in terms of ways Mizzou finds ways to lose, it was a very Mizzou way to lose a game. I mean, overall it dropped Mizzou to two and two. They're now two and three with the loss to Georgia, but after that one they were two and two. They still have yet to beat Auburn in the SEC, and Drinkwitz is also two and nine on the road in his tenure at Mizzou. I mean. That was that was a tough game to lose. Uh, could have gotten a the first win against Auburn, a big road win, really giving this team a chance to make a bowl. Which now they're really behind the eight ball, needing to win a couple more. But that was, I mean, we we'll just go over the game. First half, uh, the, neither team played well. The offense was horrible, and in general, it was just rough. The offense horrible in the first quarter. They went behind fourteen. I mean, they ran in the first two drives. They were both three and outs and ended with the pick it was and it was terrible in the first half eventually they figured it out towards the end of the first half though they did end up scoring on a Brady Cook rushing touchdown punched in with the QB sneak after a really good drive I mean the coach Eli Drinkwitz really got the offense going got some run plays in the offensive line held up which has been a struggle all year long and they were able to get in the get in the end zone and tie up the game at half another again a really gutsy call from Drinkwitz calling a QB sneak, fourth and one, punched it in, and tied tied up the football game. Uh, as they head into the second half, again, not much to really talk about this game until the end of it. Both teams got into field goal range. Auburn went for it on fourth down. Um, Mizzou defense, which has been really good all year, held it together, got the stop, and gave the ball back to Mizzou offense, who put together a solid drive, a solid fourth, a solid fourth quarter drive from Brady Cook. Got Mizzou all the way down to about the five-yard line, uh, thanks to a great catch by Dominic Lovett, who's been another fantastic player for Mizzou all season long. Lovett's been really good on the receiving end. And, yeah, so Mizzou drove down one of the better catches of that weekend with a Lovett catch fading over the back shoulder, made a great adjustment to twist his body and get get his hands on the ball and made the catch. But in typical Mizzou fashion, they find a way to lose – and Mevis, the All-American kicker, missed from 26 yards, a chip shot field goal, pushed it wide right. Everyone on the sideline thought it was in. The only problem is it didn't go in. And so Mizzou ended up going to overtime on what was probably a surefire win for him. And in overtime, it, it didn't go too well. Uh, Auburn gets the ball first. Mizzou defers. They're on defense. Auburn with the ball first. 
Uh, almost, Mizzou almost gets an interception. Martez Manuel almost comes up with a pick, hits the ground. Then the, four, the first field goal attempt, Mizzou lines up off sides as the Auburn kicker missed badly. Carlisle pu- pulled it way left. Wasn't even competitive, uh, but it didn't matter. Mizzou's off sides. Auburn re-kicks, makes the second one. And then Mizzou goes on offense, and in the most Mizzou way I think I've ever seen in my lifetime. And I, I, Mizzou is some very interesting losses, but this one, this one's up there. Is Mizzou gets a couple first plays, and then Nathaniel Pete, who again great all day long. Pete on the day had 110 rushing yards, a lot of touches, almost got a touchdown, but instead he fumbled the ball going into the end zone, trying to reach out the score, 20-yard run. Coughs it up into the end zone, and Auburn recovers for a touchback, and Mizzou would lose 17-14 to in heartbreaking fashion. An absolute heartbreaking loss. But overall for the game, Cook threw for 179. And in total, the Tigers ran for 133. As I mentioned, Pete had 110 rushing yards. Cody Schrader, the transfer, had 29. And Dominic Lovett led all receivers with five catches and 102 yards. Auburn, with a really good rushing attack, again, this Mizzou defense has been great all year long, but the Mizzou's defense held Auburn's rushing attack to 82 yards. The O-line figured it out on a couple drives, which they needed. And, again, and this game is going to be up there with one of those Mizzou losses that everyone remembers. And now we'll move on to directly last week when Mizzou, following a heartbreaking loss, had to get up at home for the number one ranked Georgia Bulldogs. And some notes about this one, Mizzou had never beat an AP number one at home. The last time they beat a number one team was Oklahoma back in 2011. And Mizzou was 1-11 against Georgia in the SEC with the win in 2013. And overall, Mizzou is the first team to lead Georgia all year. And they're first team to hold Georgia without a touchdown for three quarters against a Kirby Smart coach Georgia team. It was Georgia's first time trailing by double digits. Mizzou played fantastic in this game. They just couldn't come up with the win when they needed it to. It was one of those where they really needed a win. It would have been a massive win for the program. Great atmosphere at Faro. They just couldn't pull it together. First half, I mean, defense, it's been the big key for the Mizzou all year long. I think the, the defense for Mizzou is an easy 9-10 to 10 win team. Offense struggles. It's, it's not much of an offense, if you want to call it that. But the defense has been big for Mizzou all year long. Started with a three and out, then a peanut punch from Tyron, Tyron Hopper. Got a fumble on a big, big run play. Where I, with Mizzou, I, I thought Mizzou was going to be in trouble. I thought the third three and out was a fluke, but no. The fumble recovered by Enos Rakestraw after a Tyron Hopper punch out. Covered it. Mizzou finally got on the board with a field goal there, which that was the big key loss to this one. Was Mizzou settled for field goals a lot. Um, against the number one team, against a really good team like Georgia, you have to get touchdowns, not field goals. There were some possessions they settled for some field goals. They really could have gotten touchdowns like also towards the end of the first half when Cody Schrader busted off a big 60-yard run and then at the one Mizzou self-implodes which they have done again all year false start on the offense Mizzou has to settle for three a touchdown there well in the grand scheme of things keeps the game tied at the end of the game also adds massive momentum Mizzou would have been up 17-0 Mizzou's lone touchdown was scored on a 11-play drive where the run game was used big, and Tyler Stevens caught it, where Brady Cook almost overthrew him. Watching the game live, I almost had a heart attack because Brady Cook, uh, Tyler Stevens made a fantastic catch over the shoulder, one-handed grabbed it. He made it 10-0 with that touchdown catch. Um, Then another fumble was recovered when Stetson Bennett got sacked for a strip sack. Um, Mizzou recovered it, kicked the field goal. It was 13-0 at one point, 
and I still didn't believe Mizzou had a chance in this game. I've seen way too many Mizzou games to know Mizzou had any chance at winning this one. But they, they played well. They put it together for, mo for most part of the game. So Mizzou led 13-3. Uh, both teams finished with field goals to end the half, and it goes to half at 16-6. to And in the second half, Mizzou would get outscored 20-6. to uh, It was a lot of punts, field goals, no real touchdowns until the latter part of the game where G Georgia got two on back-to-back -back drives. And then Mizzou punted away and didn't get the ball back. So their final drive went three and out, punted the ball back, and didn't see it again. But overall, overall, played well. There was a couple crucial plays on those final Georgia drives. I mean, Georgia's first touchdown drive, there was probably a false start um, before the play, but Mizzou just, couldn't, Mizzou just couldn't come up with the big defensive stop that they needed. Yeah, Georgia's first lead came at 4.06 in the fourth quarter. And then, yeah, like, like I said, the biggest key was Mizzou's offense sputtered towards the end of the game. But uh, the player of the game, and he won SEC Player of the Week, was Harrison Mevis. Mevis went 5-for-5. Five five, Came up with big kicks. He hit a couple from 50, one from 55, one from 58. He was big all night long, really kept Mizzou in the game. He kept answering field goals. I mean, Harrison Mavis has scored more than almost any other team Georgia has played this year so far. So he came up huge for the Tigers. He was big in big moments. He really pulled it through. Overall, that's how the last two games have gone for Mizzou. They're 0-2 in those. But, I mean, they've they've played well. They possibly could be four and one right now they easily easily could be four and one but instead they're two and three and now they head over three straight games over the month one there is a bye week in between most of these or one of these so mizzou heads to play florida this weekend on the eighth so mizzou plays florida on the eighth gets a bye week the 15th gets vandy the 22nd and finishes out the month of october at south carolina for the battle of columbia on the 29th Breaking down some of these, Mizzou has to go 2-1 to have any shot at a bowl game. 3-0 would be impeccable. They have to go at least 2-1 in these games to have any chance at a bowl game. And we'll see how the quarterback situation plays out. We'll see if Sam Horn can gets in after the bye week against Vandy. So to go over some of these games at Florida, big one in the swamp. Mizzou has won the Mizzou won last year and overtime against the Gators. So Florida's 3-2 overall, 0-2 in conference. They're fifth in the SEC East. They beat Utah to start the year, got them ranked. Anthony Richardson looked fantastic in that one, but they lost to Kentucky and Tennessee recently. And the Tennessee game was a barn burner. That was a good one. It was game day. Florida came back, made, gave it a chance. Hell Mary at the end of the game didn't came up short, and they lost 38-33 to Tennessee. Anthony Richardson, probably one of Florida's better players. It is their quarterback. Has thrown for 1,100 yards, four touchdowns, six picks and has ran for 241 on the ground with five touchdowns. So nine touchdowns overall for Richardson. It's going to be tough for the Mizzou defense to contain him. I think they can do it. They kind of contained Auburn's quarterback. they one of the better defenses in the SEC. A lot of good tacklers on the team, especially good tackle, tacklers in the secondary. The Mizzou defense has shown it all year long, shown it that they're good enough to compete in the SEC, and they're shown, they've been good enough so far all year long. Um, overall, Florida averaging 32 points per game, 253 yards per the, through the air, 210 on the ground. Uh, we'll see. I think Mizzou's defense is good enough to keep Mizzou in this game. The biggest concern, like every game this year for Mizzou, will be can the offense put up enough points to win this game. Now on to Vandy. Vandy after the bye week, homecoming for the Tigers. Vandy's 3-2, 0-1 in the conference, 4th in the SEC East, simply because they haven't played a second conference game. But Hawaii's looked respe or Vandy's looked respectable this year. Mentioned Hawaii because that was who Vandy beat in Week 0. 
They've also beaten Elon and University of Northern Illinois. And they've lost to Wake Forest and Bama. So again, two quality losses for the Commodores. They look more respectable this year. They don't look like just the pushover. So Mizzou again going to have to play well. Mizzou has won the last two, leading, and they lead the series 9-4. to four. They won last year during when Mizzou's starting quarterback, Connor Bazelak, was injured. And it was, kind of, it, was, it was a snooze fest down in Nashville. But Mizzou did pull it off, and like I mentioned, Mizzou plays them off a of bye week. Their running back, Ray Davis, is 81 attempts on 402 yards. He averages five a touch, has three touchdowns. And the Vandy offense on the year is averaging 34 points per game and a very balanced attack with 196 through the air and 176 yards on the ground. So overall, again, a tough test. Mizzou homecoming at home. They should win. Drinkwitz is really good at home, really good hyping the team up. And hopefully fans show out to at least provide another great environment like they did for Georgia. I think a win over Florida will help that environment. So Mizzou can beat Florida, get a bye week. Fans will pack for homecoming, and we'll see if Mizzou can go 2-0 over these next two games before Mizzou heads out to Columbia. Yes, I know that's weird, but yes, Mizzou will head off to South Carolina and Columbia, South Carolina for the Battle of Columbia, which Mizzou has won the last three years over the Gamecocks in South Carolina. Shane Beamer is building something out there, and he... Picked up transfer quarterback Spencer Rattler. Was at Oklahoma last year, was a Heisman candidate last year, and this year struggled so far to say the least. He This year he has 1,100 yards, four touchdowns, seven picks. Doesn't really have much of a ground game. He's looked rough. But overall the Gamecocks on the year averaging 35 points per game, 257 through the air, and a not a great rushing attack with 138 yards on the ground. Like I mentioned, Mizzou has won the last three. They're 7-5 and five overall against South Carolina. Some fantastic games. The one I remember the most is against South Carolina in 2013 when Mizzou's kicker Andrew Baggett missed a 27-yarder off the left upright to lose when Mizzou was number 5 and undefeated at 7-0. and And Mizzou would still go on to win the SEC East that year, but that was a tough loss to swallow. I was in the stands for that one. It was an intriguing game. I see Mizzou almost lost the one last year, but thankfully Tyler Beatty took over. Again, it's going to be a fun one. The last time Mizzou lost to South Carolina was a monsoon game in South Carolina. But overall, it's going to be a tough schedule the next three. Not as tough as you'd think. They're all very winnable games for the Tigers. If they play the way they did against Georgia, they play consistently like that, I think they can easily go, not easily, but they can go 3-0, put themselves in a prime position to make a bowl game, or put them in prime position to make a bowl game at 5-3. and three. Need one more win. They play New Mexico State later in the year. If they go 3-0 in these games, a bowl game should very well be possible. But if I had to make predictions, I'd probably say they go 2-1 in these games. The Swamp is a tough place to play, so I'm probably not going to predict them to beat Florida. I'm going to say they beat Vandy at home handily. Defense is really good. I think the defense keeps Mizzou handily ahead in that one throughout. And I'm going to say Mizzou finds a way to go to Columbia and beat South Carolina for the fourth straight season in a row. So we'll, we'll see what Drinkwitz has up his sleeve. Coached well last week against Georgia. We'll see what he has in store for the Swamp this week against Florida. And that will wrap up this podcast here on Tiger Across Enemy Lines from the wretched state of Kansas. Max Brooks, and I'm signing off. M-I-Z.